Invest in yourself today with our Insider Pro product, which gives you the career path to reach the next step in your cybersecurity journey. Join today on Cyberry.it using the discount code PODCAST. Welcome to the first episode of the Cyberry Battle Royale podcast series led by Atlantic Data Forensic CEO Brian Dykstra. Speaking with Brian is Chuck Bubeck, the Executive Director of the Maryland Innovation Center, Steven Zalewski, the Deputy CISO of Levi's, and Brian McMahon, the CEO of Bandura Cyber. Brian leads this all-star live discussion recorded during an event at RSA and what excites them about the conference and what they wish they would have seen on the showroom floor. going. All right. Brian Dykstra, um, Atlantic Data Forensic. We're having our Cyberary Battle Royale podcast live from RSA. I guess we're not technically live, but we're close enough to live. And I have a bunch of uh, interesting people here with me. And we'll just start with Brian. Uh, sure. I'm Brian McMahon. I'm the CEO of Bandera Cyber. We're based in Northern Virginia, and we're a threat intelligence protection platform. Nice. And Steve Zalewski, based here in San Francisco, Deputy CISO for Levi Strauss. We make jeans. <laughs> Nobody knew that. <laughs> uh, we needed to be told that. Yeah. And Absolutely. I'm wearing my jeans. Okay? He's always you wearing his jeans. It, but I got my jeans on, okay? So if you're Levi's. not wearing jeans, you're talking to the hand, okay? Well, I'm wearing jeans. Uh, I'm Chuck Bubeck. I'm uh, from Columbia, and I am the executive director of the new Maryland Innovation Center. And Chuck... Is a real entrepreneur. He just sold his company. Yep. Uh, for, well, I don't know if that's the part of it we was sold, but but yep. tell tell him about the, this company. Oh, which company? The company I sold. You just sold. Yeah, I, I've actually started and sold about four companies uh, in the uh, area. Uh, I started as an entrepreneur. I was 25, and then just sold my last managed service provider. Uh, and uh, end of November, I was going to sail off and enjoy my life, and then this opportunity came up to uh, run the new innovation center, which is. Basically, about sixty-five thousand square feet of uh, startup space. Well, you're only thirty-eight, so it's a little early to retire. I, love your, I like your thinking. <laughs> I like his thinking. Uh, We're going to be, be friends. A lot more We're going to be friends. I thought it was yeah. going to be. <laughs> We're going to be friends. All right, so I got I got super cheesy softball questions, and then I don't know. We'll do something hard after that. Um, who's been to the show? Anybody going to the show? I have. You've been to the show? <laughs> two hours. I've been yeah. on the floor, You went to the yes. show for two hours? Yeah, two hours. All right. That's all you one can, vendor. I know. It's, one, it's, one vendor, two hours. It is insane. <laughs> all right. Bro, we, I mean, you guys are, you got a booth here, Brian? Yeah, we? we have a booth. Oh, you do have a booth. Uh, we've, we've gotten some decent foot traffic. It's been nice. actually a pretty good show for us. We were right. surprised. Do you think the, the whole IBM, Verizon, all those guys pulling out, do you mm -hmm. think that... We, Did that hurt it? we oddly enough, we were interviewing last week. We were interviewing someone from RSA that's thinking about joining our team, and they were giving us some background details on all the people that were pulling out. So yeah. we knew a little bit before <laughs> we came, <laughs> and it definitely scared me a bit. And so, uh, you know, we kind of did this last yeah. minute: should we go or should we not go? Ultimately, decided to come, and it's been it's been great. So here's the great part: Steve and I were in Tokyo last week together. No way! So yes. if, if you're going to get sick, it's from us. Oh, we're, we're, we're oh, great. I feel better already. Now, now it's on tape, so <laughs> at least we try. that makes things much better. Exactly. Well, that's why we're drinking and smoking. We're trying to kill that's, it as fast as we can. That will work. That will work. All right, do you, but do you think that hurt uh, show like turnout and stuff like you that? You know, I thought. I mean, I thought. Yeah, what I heard was that foot traffic was down. Yeah, but, I heard you know, the same what thing. we saw was actually pretty good. I mean, good, we, right. we actually got. You know, I don't know if maybe it was a, a group of people that weren't otherwise engaged, but mm -hmm. it was a pretty good showing for us. Okay. That's great. Well, you know, if you take some of those great bigs out, I mean, it's got to mean more traffic for everybody else, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. if, you know, an AT and T, a Verizon. Yeah. Uh, who else pulled? Somebody else. Uh, IBM. Yeah, yeah. IBM. Pulled, which yeah. did that take Red Hat with them? 
I think it did. I think it did too. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you noticed that in the on the floor there were big holes. Right, in, big in the floor. Yeah, those are big tell. booths. Those yeah. are these seven hundred. Was stuff more booths. spread out this year though? I also heard people took a lot of more stuff off away, spread yeah, out more. It seemed like it year. was spread out. For it sure. was spread out more. That's what I've heard. Well, right. there were seven hundred vendors in there, so there was plenty. But yeah. what I've noticed in the last three years too is that the surrounding hotels. A lot of the vendors are taking a whole floor and they're doing yep. mini RSAs yes. with yes. all their people on the floor. So it's yep. on the hotel. Yep. So it's drawn traffic away from That's the it. main buildings because yep. you can't have conversations with 60,000 right. people over Impossible. your shoulder. So they're all basically doing their mini things in all the floors and mm. all the surrounding hotels. Yeah, I know several companies there from the county that are yep. definitely doing it that way. They run great big suites and stuff like this. And it's much more effective for them because they mm-hmm. get them all up there. If drink they can sit down and talk it exactly. gets you off the floor because you can't compete and yep. it's too expensive for floor space right so Speaking they're of, like much better to yep. do it this way you get a much higher quality experience yep speaking of floor space you don't want to share like what is a 10 by 10 booth at this show if you don't mind i, I think it's somewhere around fifteen thousand. i okay. actually didn't do it but i think it's somewhere around that and i think it's um you know that that's that's about a 10 by 10 in a decent spot yep. and um yeah you know, i think it's luck of the draw a little bit on which spot yeah you yeah yeah i was just curious compared to other shows yeah, yeah. so when i come to the show i i skip all the big booths like I, I don't even I don't even go to that floor. I go to where the the guys that got the card tables yeah, yeah, and the are, 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 right? yeah, the, the, yeah. the innovation whatever yeah, they call yeah, it yeah. sector. Yeah, yeah. You know the guys that have been in business for about twelve minutes. Um, that, that's the ones that I, I go and look at because that's like the next thing yeah. coming, right? I mean, you know, some of them, well, a bunch of them are not going to be here ever again, right? But yeah. you know, that's. Uh, that's the things I'm watching out for my customers and stuff like that. What's that's is there smart. a new idea I don't you exactly. know, I've never seen or not, you know something yeah. unique, you yeah, know? Yeah. Or, and a lot of times it's you know, just more AI and ML drivel. But uh, but every once in a while there's a diamond, yeah. you know, in these shows. One of those AI things. dribble. I see a topic there somewhere. AI it, dribble, dribble, yeah, yeah. dribble. You could probably do a whole dribble. session on that. I was just gonna say that sounds like a future one oh for my you. God. I, I saw a sign actually today, uh, one of the billboard signs, and it was. Uh, you know, uh, AI is going to replace uh, all my team members. Said no CISO ever. <laughs> I yeah, I was like, yeah, that's that's about right. But but you spent two hours, Steve, at, at somebody's booth. Who do you spend two hours with? Yeah. So why? I I didn't spend two hours at a booth. I spent two hours talking to a friend mm-hmm. for about an hour and a half about what we're doing, and then he says, "Hey, I just talked to somebody over here. Can you come over and talk to them?" because I want to understand what they're doing. And I said, all right. So I went over, and it's a company called Anitan, A-N-I-T-I-A-N. I've never heard of them before, okay? Small company, thanks first time in, but here was the interesting play. What they did was they built out a security layer so that what you can do, and they built in the 12 or 13 security products, so in the cloud, you can stand up in AWS, your IAS, and then you can lay this on top and it puts all the security controls in embedded into the services so you mm. automatically are like FedRAMP secure wow. or SOC secure. And so they basically built the cloud management platform from a security perspective to overlay. Nice. Who knew? Nice. Okay? We've been asking for this for how many years? Yep. And this little company just built it and they got a play in Fed and they got the you know the other play. Yeah. 
And I said, you know something? Well, I'm in all the clouds. This is exactly yeah. something I'm looking for. Are, are they doing multiple clouds? So, so they're doing Azure, clouds. GWS, yep. all that stuff? Is this yep. a working product? Are they working product, working product selling it. Good. And so I gave them my card, and I said, you know something? This will be the one vendor I saw, but it was somebody mm. I could take away with and talk. And were they wearing jeans? <clears throat> No, but I give them a break first time. Uh, okay, <laughs> when I have them on site, they better be wearing exactly. jeans yep. or talk to the hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's interesting. Uh, that, that stinks. That's going to take a lot of my uh, cloud breach business away. I, I don't. Oh, that's right. That's oh my true. god, so much cloud breach this year. That's, but uh, yeah, actually, email me that because I'd like to meet them. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It's an I mean, company. I want to catch the name of that too before you go. Yes. I got so many clients struggling in the cloud. Just. You know, man, you know, upper management seems to think that we go to the cloud, it's just going to save us money and it's going to be so easy. And it's like, your people don't know how this works. You don't have a, you don't have mm-hmm. a roadmap a for this. You don't set, know what you're doing. Architecture, yeah. the whole thing. You know, and, and just yep. we see simple misses. Yeah. Simple. And, and, and they cause huge breaches. You know, just there went the database. <laughs> yeah. And you figure these guys have been in business a little bit. They've sold to some big companies. Nice. It's not an expensive product. They're, you know, in a niche. So I don't know all the details, but sure. I just simply said, okay, here's somebody who's just figuring out how to solve right. the problem. Right. Yeah. Don't tell a- me what I can't do. We'll build it up. And I just simply said, well, I like what you're trying to do. Let me go sit down yeah. because I've got different use cases. But I was like, this is the why you find the corners. Right. Mm-hmm. Because well, these are the types of diamonds in the rough exactly. that you can work with. Exactly. Because if they're not doing what we want, we right. potentially can right. encourage them. Exactly. And talk to their VCs and <laughs> right. just go, hey, look, help a buddy out here. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Might want yep. a little support. Yep. So we'll you see did, what we can do. You just hit upon a good topic, too, which is they're solving a problem. And there is there, there is a whole other topic right there of, of technology that solves no problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's a solution looking for a problem. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. the words I use in, in our innovation center, too. And that's that is a plight right now. Of, of, yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's unbelievable. The, uh, the startup, some of which you know we're working with where that's my first question is, what is the problem you're solving? And when there's a hesitation, you know you got a problem. Even if you if you can't state what problem you're building the solution for immediately, then you're you're off. Yeah. And it's a, it's a little it's a lot of money gets wasted. Well, or the the other way to approach it, depending upon how young they are and how good they are, which right. is I'll approach them and I'll say, you have ten seconds to tell me yes. how this is going to help me sell jeans. Yep. Yep. Right. And if you can't tell me how this is going to help me sell jeans. Because you're thinking, hey, look, I did all this cool technology. Exactly. I'm sure there's a way I can help you. Yep. You just saw your way out the door. Yep. 40 47% of startups fail. Is that what the number is? Yep. Building a, building a problem that, building a solution for a problem that just never existed. Yeah. Right. 47%. Or they don't understand the problem they're trying to solve. Certainly. And you got to yeah. understand the problem first. Right. Exactly. The pitching technology. Exactly. I was talking to um, Greylock. And they said it was really interesting in investments, which is a lot of companies plateau about $10 million, mm-hmm. which is they get the revenue up to 10, but there's they don't know how to build it anymore. And exactly. so they plateau and either get bought off or die. Yeah. And so it was really yep. interesting, which is 47% and $10 million seems to be that, mm-hmm. that yep. inflection point yep. to be able to grow. I had yep. a VC show me his portfolio today and I looked at it and I was like, all right, I recognize none of these. So I was just like, nothing. Give me, the, give me the five second on. And it's just like, oh my God, you, you put that much money into all these things that aren't going to go anywhere? Mm-hmm. Like, holy cow. But you see that all the time. Yep. Well, they yeah. have a lot of money 
right? One of the, so here's another question. We were sitting down with a bunch of, and somebody said, so for 2020, is the economy going to go up, going to go down, or going to stay even? Coronavirus, everything else, right? Yep. So people are up and down. So again, one of the VCs says, well, this is my opinion, which was market interest rates are low. They're going to stay low because of this. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of market money sitting on the side, mm-hmm. and it's got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to stop because they've got to get the money to work, including the VCs, because they're sitting on huge funds and they got to figure it out. So he's well, like, it may be volatile, but at the end of the day, right, when you think about that, government's going to force it low or going into an yep. election. Yep. So it may not be as smooth as years past, but at the end of the day, it's probably going to be about as good as the last years because the underlying dynamics is there still a lot of money and they got to do something with it. And the earnings have still been strong. So, you know, that's been the sign, right? Right. So it's kind of interesting where you just look at all of the, oh, my God, you know, we're all going to die with the pandemic too. (laughs) Yeah, but money has to be made. True. It does. True. <laughs> Maybe in mass burial services. Uh, that too, right? You know what I mean? Find a, I got to find a, a security a, angle a bright, for that. Bright, I'm, bright, a bright I'm, a, I'm a bright side a guy. A bright side just, guy. Just, just, you know, you know, burn the bodies. What, um, else you, what else you got for us? No, no, no. I, you, you didn't tell us what you were looking at. You went what? over there. Where? To the show. Oh, um, I went over to actually see. Um, uh, uh, our, how, how many drinks has he had? Now? It's, it's thirty-eight. He's still young. Okay, he's had one, so it's. Did over. I say I like this guy? <laughs> uh, I uh, went over to actually see uh, Huntress, our friends. Um, really? Yes. They're just down the street. I know, but they're here at the show, and they just got their Series A. You saw that's they, right. Yeah, they got yeah, their yeah. Series A, uh, eighteen million dollar, and I want to go see them and see how they're doing. And there was their, this is their first time at this show. By the way, Atlantic Data Forensics uses Huntress. Yes, uh, I good, good all company. The yeah, in good the company. Yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to mix. Up, I saw them. I ran into uh, Ron and Cindy, obviously, and then they, uh, they have been handling an amazing amount of uh, MSP breaches. They have just well, and, uh, insane we, well, amounts. We, we talked about that. I met with them when they were first starting out, yeah. and they came to me. I had an MSP at that point. They're looking to get this product out, and. We're considering going through the channel instead of selling direct. And so they came in and we did a couple trial cases with a couple of our customers. I said, you guys got to dig into the channel here. This product could work. Yeah. And so they did and put the meat and the effort into going to ConnectWise, yep. to Kaseya, to the yep. MSP shows. And um, they tripled, tripled their revenue. Yeah. Um, and I talked to Ron about it. And we were talking about the fact that they, they focused, they found the channel for the product where they could have fumbled around. With great technology, but no way to get it out. Yeah. And they uh, well, that was what they were looking at originally. They were going to yep. sell it like onesie, were, twosies. No, off no, a we talked to them. And I said, like this, this is a product that if you're going to sell to the medium small business, you're going to have to go through an MSP at some point. Yeah. So you might as well partner up with them to go there instead of going to the customer and have the customer go talk to my MSP. Yep. And it worked. So anyway, I wanted to buy see them, and I'm glad to see them doing well. Yeah, that's great. No, I'm a yep. big, big fan of the product. We yep. push it out to clients. Yep. It just does what it's supposed to do. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. Well, we kind of already talked through that. Um, what, why do we have him here if we yeah. already figured this out? Yeah, you know, you got to have me. Um, Somebody's got to pick the scotch. My name's on the little slidey thing in well, the library side. You're right. No, um, <laughs> did, uh, did, did you actually see anything? Well, I mean, you mm-hmm. saw something over there that, that fits a, a need of yours. Yep. You're unique because you're actually showing 
So extra we're, showing. So I so, didn't get a lot of time to walk right, around and see anybody else. You didn't else. go and see anybody, but, but so so that was my other side of my question: is what what were the concerns that people were bringing hmm. in? Like what, what was the you know you obviously went looking for something, Steve, but what what were the kind of concerns that the people were coming to your booth? What, what was there? What, were the, what was bothering them? I think a lot of what we saw was you know one just the typical people looking to see kind of what else is out there. What have I not heard about? Things like that. Did you have free T-shirts? We did have really good T-shirts. Actually, oh. funny story. So we, we had these T-shirts that said "Just Block It," you know, because that's what we do. Right. I like and, that. And uh, we were talking to someone, and you know, they were they they said to us, "Hey, this is a really interesting, um, you know, solution. This is exactly what we need. It fills a hole." And I said, "Where do you work?" And he said, "I work at Nike." And I said, oh, don't look at our T-shirts. Like, you can't yeah, have a T-shirt. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He yeah. said, I don't mind, but my CSO is here, so my CISO is here, so you should uh, you know, not show that when he comes by. No so way. That's great. That. But That's... the other bit we heard a lot about was you know, kind of just massive influx of threat intelligence, right? So how do I mm-hmm. deal with it? Yep. Um, you know, how do I manage all of it? How do I make sure that I'm, you know, you know, looking at the right threat intelligence? And so a lot of questions about that. Obviously, that's in our space. So yep. yeah. people were yep. you know, asking us a lot of questions about that for sure. All right. So I'm, I'm in that, that space where we're there. Oh. All right. Um, such a good time. How about, what, how about what's not there, what I don't see oh. that really oh. surprised oh. me? I'm adding that to my list here. Hold okay. on. Yeah. You go yeah. ahead and talk to that, Steve. So, put that on my list. Take all right. Credit for so it. while he's typing. So here's, a, here's what I didn't see and I haven't seen in the last couple of years, which was identity and access management. Mm-hmm. Is the foundation mm-hmm. of all security, right? Mm-hmm. If I can't attest to who has access to what, no security controls are valuable whatsoever, okay? Because you can't. Yep. If you, you don't have foundational knowledge of who. Yet if you look on the floors, traditional IAM vendors, Oracle, right, CA, IBM, mm-hmm. all of them are out of the business. They've got the legacy apps to do you know, traditional data centers, you got SailPoint, which is half in the cloud, half in the traditional data center. Okay. Well, where's my IAM SaaS play? Hmm. Because if 80% of my new business is going into the cloud, where's my SaaS IAM solution to manage provisioning and lifecycle management of cloud apps in the cloud? I certainly don't want to go use my old school right. in my legacy data yeah. center. That's a good point. And the only one that's half made an attempt is SailPoint, and everybody else just seems to ignore it. Hmm. And I'm like, how can we have no innovation in identity and access management in over five years yeah. when everything is moving into the cloud? Mm-hmm. Right? I went from zero SaaS apps to over 100 in a little over 24 months. So I certainly should be able to use a SaaS identity and access management provider to think. do all of my SaaS yeah. lifecycle management yeah. because I have very little in-house. Yeah. Okay. Second point I didn't see around identity and access management, which was if you look at AWS, right? Look at Azure. Look at you know any of them. Mm-hmm. Identity and access management in all those clouds. What it is is access control. What they basically have done is realized, I have to allow you to put access control on an object. So what did I do? I create access control lists. I've created some JSON that allows you to script. And then I give you some primitive way to modify that script so you can set that up. Okay? That is not identity and access management. Mm. Okay? That is access control authorization. Mm. And yet that seems to be about as far as they've pushed so far. It's going to be several years before they get further up the stack. How do I manage that? 
because that is mm -hmm. a completely different set of native identity and access management controls that is basically primitive. Yeah. So I've stepped back in time 20 years. How do I do that? We see really bad examples okay. of that with clients. So where's the innovation to take that and give me a unified framework to at least be able to manage that as a cloud management platform for security? Complete gaps there. And so I put that out as a challenge, which is if there's all this VC money out there and there's all these people that understand that identity and access management is foundational, how come nobody's investing in it? We go so, back to, we go back to yeah. the problem solving problem topic because Just all the saying. vcs are running around going what's your ai ml play there you right. go they, yeah that's that's all they well, want to throw money all, at. all the big guys you know they, they're trying to build their own right so right. Like, everybody yeah. wants to kind of play in their own kingdom and so True. nobody's allowing any of the other guys to get any traction there either which mm -hmm. is a problem yeah. all right brian since you got a booth you get the last word on, on all this um do you feel like do you feel like the show's working for you it's funny. We've been spending a lot of time talking about this over the last 24 hours. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 You have to. Because they force you to renew right yeah. at the end of the, the show. Yeah. And I was actually just talking to somebody else out there, and they called it the, the RSA tax, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. should I pay the RSA tax or not? And you know, my, my general opinion is that the the hotel situation is probably a better path. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, I will say of the three days that you know I've been sitting on the floor, we had one really good day. And, you know, if we get a couple, you know, customers out of that or, you know, some, sure. some yeah. more people knowing about us out of that, that's a good thing. And so and, and well worth the cost. Right. So, you know, I, I'd say it could go either way. I think they've done a really good job of saying, hey, we're going to force people to kind of make a commitment before they leave because it doesn't give you any time to process whether or not it oh, actually yeah. was beneficial for you. Exactly. But, uh, you know, I, I would say on the whole, we did pretty well. And, you know, we're pretty okay. positive about yeah. you know, coming out of here. So. All right. Sweet. Thank you, gentlemen. Good. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Please. Go back to drinking and smoking my cigars. Thanks for having us. Thanks again, right. Hey, this is Thor. Thanks for listening to the Cyberry Podcast, and make sure to check back next Wednesday for our newest episode.